Hey everybody, it's James on my podcast, Honest Review. Um, before we get started with the next podcast, part two of the genre rating, um, I just wanted to give a quick like addendum from part one. Um, if you missed part one, you're just listening to part two, or and just just some future changes in the future because I made a lot of mistakes in my ratings and stuff, and not necessarily mistakes, but simplified. I got a lot of feedback from part one, so I just kind of want to make this easier going forward. Um, so horror films. Um, dropping them to a four and essentially what I'm doing is anything that I gave a 0.5 to um, I'm rounding down so any film in part two that I gave a 0.5 to just round down and these are the corrections for part one so like I said horror film I'm giving it a four science fiction giving it a six comedy five action six thriller six crime I'm changing it to a five because after listening to myself and watching things, I've realized that majority of the crime success is now on TV shows. Uh, the show that I couldn't remember was um, that I kept mistaken for Criminal Minds was Mindhunter, um, in which the FBI is you know trying to get serial killers um, so they can build a portfolio or whatnot. But a lot of the shows are carrying the crime ratings, and this is a movie review. Um, so crime five romance four with that being said um the guy in the action segment that i couldn't remember was jason statham and what i was talking about because i got a lot of feedback harsh feedback about the avenger statement i made um i was talking about fulfillment if iron man doesn't die at the end of endgame what fulfillment do we get out of that film you know uh, that first part where Thor kills Thanos, a lot of you guys were saying that um, that part made you re- think like what would the rest of the movie be about? But realistically, we knew what the movie was going to be about. You know, when he killed Thanos, the movie now turned into how because we all saw Thanos in the preview. So it's now how are we going to fight Thanos? You know, and a lot of information is, was leaked before the film about ant-man time travel a lot of people knew about the different dimensions and time travel type arc if you want to put it so i mean it wasn't really that maybe for people who don't follow marvel that um that inter- you know that was entertaining but for me i i love comic books i love manga aka manga um so i already knew what was happening so I'm anticipating this movie the whole time and while anticipating it, you know, I'm watching it and watching them, con- they did a great job connecting things. But at the end of the day, like again, if Iron Man doesn't die, you just watched three minutes of Infinity War all over again, you know? And if he doesn't die, the, the funeral part necessarily doesn't happen, but it wasn't really needed because Captain America could have went back in time without being at the funeral whatever i'm going on a tangent enjoy part two of the show of the podcast thank you guys for listening i very much appreciate it god bless film genres um and so in part one i hit on the first like i said i just went to google typed in film genres and I hit on uh, horror, science fiction, comedy, adventure, action, thriller, crime, and romance. Um, so if you missed those, just tune in to part one. 
Um, and I went into more detail about how the layout of the show is going to be. I will go into more detail about the layout of the show um, in the second part of the podcast. Um, and I just feel like these these first two parts, I feel like are very important on how I see future movies. And like I said, I'm only human. So these average ratings, you know, probably fluctuate with time. Um, but these average ratings are of 2020 um, May. Uh, what's today's day? May 4th, Monday, May 4th. Uh, four o'clock in the morning. Um, so this the second set of films that we have, and I, I went a little in the future to see some of these films, and a lot of these, um, I feel like are repetitive, um, or I just I don't know. They're they're like sub genres or sub sub genres. Um, but let's let's hit this for let's hit the ground running here. So the the next genre is a western western films i've seen some good western films western based films um some throwbacks like billy the kid um the the newest one with uh clint eastwood can't think of the name at the moment um there's another one with two brothers um and i try not just for these seconds i'm trying not to go into names because i don't want you guys to if i say a name of a movie i'm probably going to go on a tangent on it so i'm trying to keep my brain blocked from names of movies um but with western films um the average for a western um it's going to be a, a five um and that's a subcategory so if i just see a movie that says western it's, it's hit or miss um drama like i said it's a, a subcategory more so i feel like for shows um so if i see a movie that's just plain drama i'm probably gonna get the average score of a drama film also five hit or miss um animation i feel like that's another sub that can go anywhere so rating for an animation film i'm gonna say in a not applicable because i mean you can have an animation film western romance um you know animation just proves that it's a cartoon and that doesn't affect me whether if i'm going to see it or not um documentary <sighs> documentary movies um uh i've seen some good ones some bad ones um more so there there are a lot of informative but i think i choose mine very carefully which can also weigh on my rating um just on average though on the average like if i went to netflix and typed in documentary type films movies um i'm not gonna want to watch them but i feel like once i start watching they're gonna be good and i don't know if that's me being biased because i love films of any nature um so if i see and this one says a documentary of life. That doesn't even sound appealing. But I like knowledge. Um, knowledge is good. So if it's a documentary, I'm assuming it's a lot of things I didn't know to keep me intrigued. Um, and I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it documentaries. I'm gonna take a chance on their average rating, especially with the documentary that came out, Tiger King, which was really good. And then you have uh, what is it, The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. So these documentaries are, are getting really good in 2020. Uh, so I'm gonna give them a six. Uh, average score six so when i see documentary i'm expecting something good um war movies oof as of 2020 war movies this is as of to this year 2020 uh war movies i'm gonna have to give them a i want to say four but i'm gonna give them a five because there's certain war movies that usually when they're good the classic Saving private ryan classic um I shouldn't have said the name. Shouldn't have said the name. Uh, the movie would Brad Pitt. If you don't know what I'm talking about, and he the tanks, um, pretty good movie. So I'm gonna give him a five. Hit or hit or miss. 
I want to say six, but like I said, as of 2020, there. I'm gonna give him a six. I changed my mind. I'm gonna give him a six. I'm, I'm not gonna the the war genre for movie says war. I feel like it can carry its own way. I'm gonna give it a six. Um, their average score is a six. So more a lot more times than not, when you see war and you're thinking of my rating, you know that hey, this movie is gonna be some type of some type of six rating. Now with these ratings, you gotta take the average. So if you see a war genre movie, you gotta take the average between those two. Um, and that's what it's going to be. And I feel like that's where the, the 6.5s and that's what I'm trying to use whole numbers. Um, so we can get other whole numbers. I mean, when you get to like the smaller, the, I guess the, the, the decimal place, the more nitpicking you're doing, um, this is just whole based off titles, romantic comedy. This, if you listen to part one, this is the one that I kept botching for regular romance and comedy, romantic comedy six, it's two and one. Okay. It's really hard to jack up romantic comedy because even if the romance isn't there it's funny and if the funny isn't there there's the romance and though i'm not a big fan of romance romantic comedies are something different you can watch romantic comedy and i even know it's romantic comedy um musicals i i hate musicals um if you want to watch a musical go to a broadway show um a movie a musical on on screen more likely than not it's a miss for me um there are some that are good um hugh jackman's what is it music man or whatever um was okay um like i said my musical and i, and I give it a biased rating of okay because i didn't see the whole movie i'm just gonna i'm not gonna lie to you guys it's an honest review i didn't see the whole thing because the moment people start breaking out in song i kind of start nodding my head like going to sleep um it's really hard but i i know there's some musicals like pitch perfect okay pitch perfect um is a was a good movie um, Pitch Perfect 2 yeah, I mean well, after I saw one it's you know whatever they try to do more of a story but musicals I'm going to have to go with a 4 and like I said the average ratings are between 4 and 6 and that's to help the movie because if I can go any lower I would anytime I see a musical I'm probably not going to see it um, what is I'm, keep moving I'm not going to say titles um, next one epic okay so that's broad to me epic let me click on this because to me epic is the same as animation i assume a movie's going to be epic based off of you know epic is like that was an epic movie in my eyes when you say epic so yeah so the, the movie that they got listed as epic is like adventure pirates of the caribbean so i feel like epic is just a subgenre. Um, so I'm gonna say NA. It's it's more hype for a name than what it needs to be. Um, not applicable. When I see epic, I'm not judging it at all. I'm gonna look at the primary genre. What's gonna suck is if I see a movie that says epic animation. At that point, I feel like it's a it's a double or nothing. You know, either it's gonna be really good or really bad. Um, but I feel like that's biased. You can't say something is epic. Um, I think the, the movie they got on the title, uh, they, they don't have the whole thing. It says the last something, but I'm not going to judge it. It's not applicable. Nor. I had to click on Nor because I thought I knew what it meant. Kind of right, but they're black and white. I, I thought Nor was black and white films. Um, but the definition they have is cinematic term used for primarily to describe a stylish Hollywood crime drama, particularly those that emphasize 
cynical attitudes and sexual motivations the 1940s and 50s honestly i thought nor was the 1940s and 50s black and white films it says oh and it says are generally regarded as the classic period yeah so that's what i thought nor was the classic period black and white films highly it, i might go on the tangent here i'm not gonna name any nor films for those of you who've never watched a nor black and white film there if you watch like in a high def re our modern tv they do a lot better with the the fog back then you know the cameras weren't as good as they are today but if you watch a more modern day nor um they're really good i mean when we talk about predictability d- be careful what you think you're predicting um yes it's, it's cheesy you know you know you got the usually the blonde who's like oh tom oh i love that and tom's like whoa baby a man's gotta do what a man's gotta do you know things like that you know they're uh, they're really cliche I personally think they're really good. Um, sorry for the, if you guys can hear the vibrating noise. It's my neighbor's busted car. <laughs> um, I don't know if you can hear it. I, I just recently bought a new mic for this podcast, and it's really, really good. But I think I have to might have to get like a muffler. Or if you're just if you're listening to this and you're very tech savvy about podcast microphones, um, let me know. Hit me up. Um, anyway nor films i'm giving a five being honest with you guys my honest review on a nor film because they're by default one thing i will say about classic films when you start to listen to me more is i'm biased you know classic films have their own rating if a movie is a classic film i can't put it on the rating with the more modern day films because when the movie i have to go to the classic era average because when the movie first came out what did people rate it? Prime example, Sixth Sense. I hope I don't go on a tangent. Sixth Sense is a classic film. Probably it put Midnight Shyamalan on the map, you know, along with some maybe some other films, arguably. But Sixth Sense and is was one of the greatest thriller horror movies. All all star cast. I mean, when you look back, but at that time, you know, that wasn't. I mean, at the time they kind of were. Bruce Willis was a, a great actor, but at the time people didn't know what they're going for. And when I'm talking about building blocks of a movie, I mean, that movie was really, really good. So if you're like, hey, what do you rate The Sixth Sense? I'm going to say 9.5. It was near darn perfect. You know, there's some there's some parts of the movie to this day that I don't get. But I take a I take a lot of parts from movies like the Stutter and Stanley um, part of the movie, which was funny. You know, great movies have a way of just putting all genres in there in this movie. And just making them all shine. Um, so nor to me, in the realm of classic OG movies, um, there are six um, because they're they're that hidden building block to all movies that inspired um, the the great directors. You know that you can't. There's nor in every movie. You know they're the ones who originated the the building blocks, the storylines, the ingredients. You know I gotta give them a six. And if you watch a classic nor, I would encourage you to watch it with an open mind. Um, and and I play this game too. When you watch a classic nor, watch the movie and see what movies you've seen recently that pulled from that nor nor genre. Okay, so a six, fiction. Okay, so fiction. I mean like I. Well, 
for part one of this segment, I talked about uh, Sci-Fi Channel um, and how they carried. But fiction, to me, I, I want to say not applicable, but I've seen some some solid fiction films. I feel like there's science fiction, but I'm, I'm going to say N.A. I'm going to say N.A. because pretty much every movie is a fiction movie. That doesn't tell me anything about the movie, except for I know that the movie, it quote unquote, is fake. And to me, fake, I'm sorry, fiction um, is a cover up for, hey, don't take this movie too seriously, you know, because you can have a, a fiction movie. Like Atlas Shrugged. I don't know if anyone's seen that movie, but the movie Atlas Shrugged is a fiction movie. But I mean, to some people, I'm pretty sure to the majority of the people who seen the movie, it was pretty realistic. You know, in in their minds, in, in the director's mind, these were things that could happen now. What if you took all the hard workers of the world, all the entrepreneurs, all the people, you know, this upper class um, system in which the lower class feel like abuse them and the their peers in the upper class tell the lower class that they abuse them and that you should stop thinking and acting the way you do and you know just all these things and that's more deep into the movie if you actually watch the movie i don't think it goes that deep it's just a certain class of people like all the inventors and entrepreneurs and the people who think differently from society um they all leave society to this other world you know and not other world in the sense of planet but another part of the america a hidden organization where they can do what they love to do and not be bothered and not everyone there's rich you know not everyone you know there's you know they're just they're just thinkers great thinkers enlightenment thinkers um, if you will to be very simplistic in the movie and not give it away um so if i see fiction um it's na not applicable um musical i feel like music and musical i i personally i'm just gonna be honest with you guys i i can see where the difference is coming musical but when i see musical and i see music it's the same thing you know so again if i if i have to swap them i would give musical the four and music an na because now I'm giving them both fours. I'm just going to be honest. They're both fours. I, I can't. Unless you're talking about like a music video in which in the history of the world, there's only been maybe like three music videos if I can go into. But one of them include maybe. Eh, yeah. One of them include Michael Jackson and the other one includes Prince. So I don't I won't count those as a musical because they weren't there were movies, but like it was more of a long music video. And if you know what two I'm talking about then sol man but i mean other than that there hasn't been no great ones you know so with that i'm giving them both a four just to clarify um fantasy and they got pan's labyrinth on here as fantasy fantasy I, I like fantasy movies i feel like that that genre is like lord of the rings but that also can go into science fiction less science like i said there's building blocks to this so with that I'll, I'll give fantasy a five because i feel like science fiction is better than fantasy um yeah science fiction is better than fantasy come at me if you don't believe me i'm happy to have that debate um with anyone because yeah you can you personally can watch a, a fantasy movie um but you, you can use disney because they, they love using the quote-unquote fantasy. But where where's that line between fantasy and science fiction? And I just want to warn you. I, I took a class at Ohio State on this. 
um, that fine, thin line between fantasy and science fiction, that non-existent glimmer of a line, that, that, that barely silver glittering lining in a dark place. <laughs> yeah, but fantasy, yeah. Um, I, I'll give him a five. I give him a five. Fantasy, I give him a five. I want to give him a four. But a lot of classics come out of fantasy. Like I said, Lord of the Rings, I would say, is more fantasy than science fiction. Um, but then you got people who like Star Trek and, and Star Wars. That's science fiction. So, I mean, Lord of the Rings is the only one that carries the weight. But so be it. Next is historical dramas. And a lot of you are probably like, what is that? Um, I, I, I like historical dramas. It's a, it's a genre. And, and this is 2020. 2020. This is a genre that's grown on me. Um, Mississippi Burning, I would say, is a historical drama. Um, let's see. I want to give one more example that's not modern to ruin it because I want to. I want more people. I don't know if a lot of people seen Mississippi Burning. If you haven't, you should see it. That's a, a good founding father of historical dramas. Um, oh, To Kill a Mockingbird. That would be like a fiction historical drama you know it's not really real but i feel like historical dramas don't really have to be real um but that that would be a good historical drama genre if you ever saw the the show on netflix uh what is it called um something minds not criminal minds but it's about the history of the fbi and serial killers um good thing i didn't say the title because I probably went off on a tangent on that too. And, and and titles trigger me. Um if you know me in person, if you say a title of a movie, it's gonna trigger me to want to talk about it more. So I'm glad I'm not I can't remember titles. Um But yeah, so historical drama just to just to get this going. Um I'm gonna give them a six. I feel like historical dramas are, are really good on average. Um so let's let's see. We got indie films. Okay, so indie films. They're sleep they're sleepers. Okay, I'm, by default, I'm giving indie films. I just want to see what they have listed. The Big Sick, Call Me By Your Name, Moonlight. Ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm about, forget it, it's my podcast. I do what I want. Um, so, indie films. Like I said, they're sleepers. When I see an indie film, they're great. On average, indie film genres, it, I'm going to give the indie film and not applicable. Because in the indie film, you can have any genre of a movie. Um, if you're talking about if, if someone wants to argue, you want me if you want me to give an indie film a pure rating, okay, just like the genre indie films, what they label indie films, then I'll give them a six. I'll give them the highest average rating a six. But that's I feel like that's a cheat code. That's you can't do that because there's genres in indie films. And I mentioned Moonlight because if you haven't seen the movie Moonlight, one of my favorite actors um, because of that film is in that film. And he's my one of my favorite actors because of that film. Um, but if you see it, you're going to know who it is. Uh, or you're going to be like, oh, that's that guy from Predator. And that's that guy from Anywho. I just said that so he knows if he ever listens to this, what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, Moonlight, great movie. I did, I did not want to see it. And as a matter of fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, with that being said, how many more genres? We have a lot more genres. <sighs> I'm going to speed this up. This, this segment might go longer than 30 minutes. You're probably going to see that. But because I want to, I really want to talk about how I rate these movies. But I, my pre-rating for Moonlight was probably something none, probably an A. I did not want to see it. I heard what it was about, 
And if you, I don't want to get political on my podcast, but if you never heard of Moonlight or if you knew of Moonlight, if you've seen it and you know what I'm talking about, I just wasn't ready to want to see a movie like that. Um, when I don't think my girlfriend knew what it was about. I knew it was about. I knew what it was about going into it. And I just felt like telling a story like that about a particular um uh, i'm trying to trying to use really good words here someone's lifestyle someone's preference in life to tell a story about someone's preference preference in life can be really hit or miss because people's stories end in real life differently they start and end differently to get to that point in their life um, and a lot of americans aren't ready to hear the truth on on the situation at hand um, but I felt like in this movie, they did a really good job of telling why and how it ended and why he felt the way it, it did. And I don't think he ever said it in the movie exactly what he was. You kind of got the gist of it. Um, and it, it kind of left me uneasy, but it was a, I felt really, I don't want it honest reviews. I don't, I felt kind of dirty at the end of the movie. But in an enlightenment way, um, because I got it, I could get it. It opened my eyes to a lot of things, um, and and that whole movie, I didn't disagree with anything that was going on in in that young man's life, um, teenage life, and in, in his adult life, um, because I'm not gonna try to get too far in my personal life, but I'm a I grew up inner city, so I kind of. In some aspects of his life, I've seen before, lived it, and I wasn't mad at it, and I loved it. Um, so, and, that, and that's an indie film, Moonlight's an indie film. So that's why I get indie films, Max Six, um, action slash adventure. Look, we already covered those two. I'm not gonna get into that. You just take the averages of the action and adventure movies, you know, put them in disaster movies. They got um, was that Los An Los Angeles? I don't know. Um, Oh, I think it's Los Angeles, uh, about the with the rock in it. But disaster films are to me are a combination of science fiction, action, and if you want me to give it a pure rating, I give them a six, mm. a five. Like I said, I'm giving 2020. I'm thinking 90s and early 2000 type disaster films. Here in 2020. Because those will be considered more like OGs. If you see them now on TV, you know it's a good one by default because they only put the best on TV and are going to put a app like, you know. So in 2020, disaster films, I would give a five. Haven't been that many good ones. Superhero films. Now, I'm just going to say it. Honest Reviews, five. If you're a comic book lover, you're biased to that rating because you're just happy to see your superhero on, on the big screen. But let me put it in perspective for everybody. Um, DC Comics is better than Marvel Comics, in my opinion. DC films are terrible. Marvel films are great. Simple. Simple, simple, simple. That just lets you know that not everything translates to the big screen. Spawn needs to be rebooted. This is my honest review, honest opinion. The movie Spawn should be rebooted. That was a great movie. But people forget about Blade and Spawn. In the first Hawk movie, which I didn't think was that bad when he was jumping screens and things like that. Hawk's been rebooted. How many times is he in credit? Three times? Yeah, he's been rebooted three times. 
actually more times than not if you're if you watch the tv show but what i'm saying is superman has been rebooted a lot batman is the only dc character carrying his weight i'm honestly i'm a, i love batman if you know me i'm probably there was a time in my life where it was very unhealthy for me um but i think batman needs to rest because he's biased and i feel like they're using him as that that token hero for dc to carry the weight uh, whereas in the early 90s 80s it was superman um late 90s mid to late 90s early 2000s it was batman but you know it was the superman carrying the weight everybody loves superman and i get it it's really hard but dc don't afraid to be dark okay don't don't be afraid to, to touch your roots because when you watch the dc cartoon movies they're really good they're really good if you haven't seen any of them watch them um they're really good and so with that superhero films i'm gonna give a a six i'm gonna give them a six because the more times or not that their platform everything's solid you know you're gonna get the directors who wanna who wanna go off and create their own version like the dark knight trilogy um i'm not gonna go into that because yeah um but superhero six sports movies they have the Waterboy and talladega nights with those two alone those are two to me Waterboy is an og movie um it's a, a old automatic classic film every kid should see the Waterboy. um talladega nights if you haven't seen it you need to see it because if you're not first you're last um with that being said they get a six if that's the two movies mm, like i said i just broke my own rule in 2020 in 2020 sports movies are four in 2020 see how quickly that changed and because talladega nice and the water boy are not 20 nowhere near 2020 type movies what sports movies have came out that have been really really good and there's been a lot you may not notice but there's been a lot that's been thrown out there literally thrown out there i mean in 2020 they kind of slowed it down and if you say michael jordan's last dance that's a documentary um so i'm gonna give them a four they haven't really proven their worth the average when i see it when i see sports if i see a sports movie i'm gonna have a low average on it um man there's tons of film genres (sighs) so i'm gonna speed through this uh, we got biographical. Um, like I said, I love knowledge, but I'm gonna give them a four. You got family films. Come on, guys. Let me. I gotta click on this one. Family. It's a black and white picture of a little boy running from a boat. <sighs> so family films is Disney essentially, or uh, animation, teen. I'm gonna say not applicable. They got Lion King on here. It's a classic. Mermaid. As a 2020 family film, if I see family, not applicable. That can be anything um wow <laughs> they got a genre on here for the adults i'm not even going to talk about this genre um it starts with the p and ends with the c and i'm gonna give it a na rating for never going to be rated on this podcast um yeah never never say never highly unlikely um melodrama i've melodrama gonna let's see what melodrama is i'm uh, so little woman all that heaven allows written on the wind far from heaven i'm gonna give them a four because the classics are gonna and the classics are gonna carry a lot of its weight but they have made more melodramas like like i said little women just recently came out i'm gonna give it a four um I just don't feel you know what 
I give it a five. I don't feel comfortable giving them a four. I give it a five. Actually, I give it a 4.5. 4.5. And because I'm going to do two more minutes and then I'm going to speed through um, the wall. This is going to make sense when I give you guys. Matter of fact, I'm just going to. Let's, let's hit these up. Comedy, drama. That doesn't make sense. It's drama, comedy. It's, it's a compound. Dark comedy is its own film. I give it a five. Um, because dark humor. I feel like Coffee and Kareem is a comedy, but it can lean more towards a dark comedy. Five. I don't really see that that film drama on things, but five. Slasher. Is it? Slasher is just to me gore, which usually is gonna be in a horror or thriller movie, which lets you know it's the makeup of a scary movie. Um, with that, I'm giving it a four. High slasher movies are predictable, and I hate them. I I love them. Like I said, they're like donuts, but a, a pure slasher film. In 2020, okay, not all that, because Freddy, Jason, those are slasher horror films. Um, those are classic, but pure slasher in 2020. I'm gonna think of it a four. Um, Neonor, Neonor, I'm giving it. A, I'm biased. My honest review on Neonor is underrated. Um, let me click. Let me click. They gave me two bad movies: Sin City, Chinatown, um, Cyberpunk, Technor, Nor, Drive. None of these are really new. Okay, so somebody said it's John Wick, Neil Nor. Red chapter no, chapter one. So chapter one. So if, if Matrix, they give okay, Pulp Fiction. Okay, so Neo Nor is the rival of the genre film Nor. The term so Neo Noir is a classic. Uh, Neo Noir six, okay, pure Neo Noir. I'm give it six, but it's pretty much a, a classic. It's its own OG status. Martial arts movies in 2020. Biased opinion six. It man, if you watch any of the IP mans, great. So yeah, <laughs> out of here. Um, art, art. I'm gonna give a. F- oh my goodness, these. This is actually kind of hard. I haven't seen these these type of. I gotta like look at the movies they put in there. Art is a subgenre in a. Um, if you ask me for pure art, I'll give it a four. Whatever. Television. <sighs> okay, so if you. Television, I might give it in a. But The Truman Show is a movie. If you've never seen The Truman Show, um, it's with Jim Carrey and he was a. It was a show about his life, but it was a movie, the whole world. It was like. He was in a show, born in a show, but he didn't know he was a part of a show. Watch it. I'm not going to go into it. Um, five. I'm giving him a five because that's a classic movie. But if there's more movies like that, if that's what they're going for for genre on television, sure. But I'm thinking they're just talking about television shows. Um, experimental movies, it's like science fiction, NA, um, science fantasy, Lord of the Rings, that type science science fiction. Um, unless you're talking about like the shows like... Um, this going back to sci-fi but science fantasy like um he-man you know the movie that's a cult classic i'm gonna give him a i'm gonna give him a 4.5 um short films i'm not gonna rate those um there are some in 2020 i watch a lot of scary movie short films if you actually want to watch some short films i have a list i watched one with my girl they use about 30 to an hour nah that's a lie they're usually about 30 30 minutes long they're really good. Some 25 minutes. They're really good. Um, so I'll give the average short film today 
um, a 5.5 because it takes a lot for you to see a short film spy movies come on guys that's na but if i must i mean they have the the kingsman on here mission impossible five i give them a five even though i feel like that's kind of biased because those are like action movies too like the core is an action spy just determines the type of action um thriller again god thriller movie is they got scream they got I'll give it a five. I guess it's a subcategory. There's gonna be a lot of fives going into these subcategories. Teen films, five. No, take it back. Four point five because 2020 rating. I haven't seen a lot of good teen films. The ones that they got on here, like American Pie, Clueless, um, Breakfast Club, those are classics. But come on, recently there hasn't really been much. So I'm gonna end that because I'm getting to. There's a lot of like satire, mystery, chick flicks. Um, any chip flick I'm just going to put this out there it's going to be a 4 for me um, there's some good ones out there but like I said and then they got mockumentaries I'm just going to rate that as a 6 just because of The Office um, Doomsday Films whatever Science. we got the, the more important ones so I just want to go quickly over these ratings uh, and I do a movie ratings pre-rating my pre-rating is based off of the preview the title and the actors i see in the movie those three things give me the foreshadow of the movie and that's how i build my analysis my yeah my analysis um on the movie um so just make it short the movie's called the hunt okay i'm like and this is a, this is true the actual movie that the hunt came out in 2020 when i saw it i seen the preview mm, okay what is it about it intrigued me a little bit what's about you know with the movie the hunt i'm assuming people are being hunted um or there's some type of hunt uh so that's the name the title art was i seen the preview i felt i was like man i i'm pretty sure i've seen this movie before um based off the preview the actors there's maybe like one actor that i seen that i knew and then there's an actor that i seen in coffee and kareem later but at the time the hunt i was, was not pressed to see it um, I think I seen it because I have AMC. I'm an AMC Stubbs member, so I get a free movie. So I ended up seeing it that way. But it wasn't on my list to actually see. Excuse me. I burped. Um, and so I'll say my pre-movie rating for The Hunt was probably a four. Okay, low average. And no, not all my pre-movie ratings are going to follow the average scale. Um, but after I saw the movie, um, the movie rating itself is based off of, yes, the pre-rating is drizzled in there because... If the movie's better than the pre-rating, then it's it balanced, it skews the score more positive. If it's my pre-rating was on point, like a lot of movies, it brings the movie down. Okay, so my movie rating, first impression, first 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. When you watch the movie, you're gonna make a prediction. Judge it. I give you permission. Judge a movie when it comes on. Judge the first 15, 10 minutes. Try to predict the movie, okay? Because that's a critical moment. Okay, a lot of movies are going to introduce the key players in the first five to five to ten minutes of the movie you know um there might be some more players 15 20 minutes in and then there might be some other but the, the, the characters you need to know more about will be introduced by name or by sight um in the first part of the movie um with that being said if the movie is garbage in the first 15 20 minutes um it may be garbage the whole way through 
okay? So I, a lot of, in my family, a lot of us stop watching the movie after 15 to 20 minutes. If the first 15 to 20 minutes is subtitles, that's where the 20 minutes kind of come in. If it's if, they're in, they're, if there's a lot of names, they're doing the name drop in the first part of the movie, feel free to watch it for 20 minutes. But I've seen a lot of movies that did name drops and I was like, ooh, they're cutting it close. And then the, the next three minutes of the 15 minute rule was on point. It got me hooked. Um, um, pre-movie analyst rating, which I said is the pre-movie rating altogether. Um, I saw the preview. Um, I'm watching the movie. Did the movie was the movie predictable? Did I predict the movie before I seen it? Is the question. Um, the analyst rating. I re-break down the actors, um, their preview, the the foreshadow, all these things, and I go back to the the analyst rating, and I'm like, was it right or wrong? And that boils down to my last rating not rating but part of the movie rating is predictability how predictable was it did it follow those building blocks that i was talking about in part one of this part podcast um did the did the movie was it different was it rememberable was your key moments did i figure out the conclusion before the movie concluded and if i did what kept me watching it did i watch it because i spent money or was i watching it because it was just good or was the movie so good that i just didn't want to think about the end of it you know just kept me on my toes to the point where i didn't want to miss anything so i didn't think about the end of the movie i was more so like what's going on how is this going to play out a good movie like that is parasite um the foreign movie it's perfect through and through movies there's very few through and through movies i mentioned that movie in the debate and i will do a review on that movie um with that being said though those categories the pre-rating and the and that pure movie rating is my overall rating for a movie Okay, um, like I said, pre-rating speaks for itself, and that's what I'll talk about in a lot of films before I see it. When you guys give me movies, I'll give my pre-ratings on movies. My movie rating is going to consist of what I saw, and then it's also going to consist of I didn't write this down, but when I when I'm done, because when you first see a movie like Avengers, you're going to be hyped. Okay, you're going to be really really hyped, and I might have to break this up because you know whatever you guys, this is my podcast. Um, <laughs> honest review um it's i'm well over the mark but uh it was really good when i first saw the avengers i was piped i, I gave it i want to say i gave like an 8.7 when i first saw it maybe a nine and then as i sat down i was like man that movie was three hours long if this movie was a was food was an entree um what did it give me it gave me iron man's death ant-man how to get back um, and it showed me unnecessarily Thor killing Thanos, which we probably could have lived without. Maybe. I don't know. So with that being said, those are my movie ratings. How I rate movies. If you have any more questions, I would love to touch back on this. Um, and I feel like part one or part two of this podcast, very important going on in the future. Feel free to take as much time as you need to listen to these podcasts because I know they're long. Um, and I went way over time in the second part, but a flick is very important. Um, but once again, thank you for listening. God bless. And thank you for tuning in to Honest Reviews. I'm your host, Sir James Jackson.